Sanders Snitker, Libertarian, Republican, and Political Hack, and Adrian Wiley, Born Again Anarchist and Political Husband. Banter, lather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our Constitution Republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host, Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend... Mr. Adrian, Probational Chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Friggin' Anarchist Local Chapter 1, Damn 51, Wiley! How are you doing, sir? <laughs> What's Damn 51? I don't know. I just, <laughs> just started putting expletives All in right. the middle of it just to give it an extra meaning. Yeah, yeah. So how you doing, brother? You know what, man? I'm doing all right. I'm feeling pretty good. Three cups of coffee. You yeah, know, working yeah, it. Yeah. Working it. Nice. I see you got your red cup that you probably will leave here today. Uh, I'm going to try not to. I generally do that. So what are we uh, looking at for odds, though, of you leaving the coffee cup here? I'd say, uh, historically speaking, it's about... Uh, 30, 70? No, no, no. It's about 14%. It's 14% not. that you actually take it with you? No, that I leave it. Oh, yeah, no, it's, you're, uh, you're not giving yourself enough credit. No, no, I, it's, it's, uh, I, I'm going to say uh, maybe, maybe 13.7, 13.7% is what I'm going Okay. With. All yeah. right. All right. There yeah. we go. So, so before we go anywhere in this show today, what I need you to do, Adrian, is I need you to go to the scroll notes and I need you to hold on. Don't just scroll just yet. Okay. But what I want to, I want to preface this by saying, I think we found a great, um, statue to, put into our studio okay now this statue needs to be painted and so i think we're going to get kelly to paint it and we're going to put like an anarchy symbol in the middle of it or something along those lines something that you'd want to put in the middle of it okay um but go ahead now and scroll down and look at the new statue Oh, I I actually did see that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did see that. I, I didn't really understand what it was all about, but uh, it, it's it's Trump as the Buddha. Yeah, that's that's just not happening. That is the. What do you mean it's not happening? <laughs> it's not happening. We are totally going to do this. We're we're not going to have a statue of Trump the Buddha in our studio. Why not? I, it's not happening. Why not? Yeah, I I no. But why? Hold on though. But in all seriousness though, why why not? Uh, I think the the better question is why? Because it's funny. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't. I don't. Uh, eh, it's yeah. going to grow on you, like a fungus. No, I, I'm. I'm thinking it's going to be huge. I'm thinking no. It's going to be huge. All the other look. All the other statues are fucking losers. All right. This is a winner statue, and so you know, not that the Buddha you know, would actually believe in that stuff, but I'm just saying he's the best Buddha around. I wonder, He's the greatest boot of all time. I wonder. I wonder. Uh, I, I've got a lot of thoughts as I look at this image, and and uh, to describe it to you folks, uh, Trump is uh, looking in a very thoughtful, uh, almost meditative uh, facial expression, and he's sitting uh, cross legs with his hands folded in his lap. Hey, by the way, is it racist like, to call it Indian style? Um, I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but uh, yeah, that's how he's sitting, Indian style. I, I just think I, I don't know. That's uh, so much racist as it is it is it sounds like you're in kindergarten okay <laughs> you know what i'm All saying right. uh but yeah and he's in like a uh, a robe i picture that should be like that uh orange uh you know tibetan monk color yes you know yes so uh but yeah i, I gotta veto that but i want to i want to know first of all what was the creator of this thinking and second of all who would possibly buy this because I think anyone who uh, is a Trump supporter would be offended by the religious connotations of that. You know, they're more likely to uh, buy a statue of uh, you know Trump on the cross type of thing. I would think. <sighs> okay, you know? look, I got to tell you, for one thing, I'm really seriously considering buying one of these. I I know. I you've been talking about it nonstop. And, I really you know. I really love it. Yeah. I actually want to buy a bunch of them and hand them out as presents to Trump supporters. <laughs> painted you have strange but with on the back side i want to put anarchy rules on the back, on you're, the back you're, of his. you're a strange little man <laughs> yeah you, you truly are <laughs> i saw that and that was like that was the greatest thing and then i didn't know for sure if it was real or not and then i went to amazon and i realized well, that not how, only is how, it real how big but is it's only 14.99 
Oh, it's a tiny little one. Oh, the, God, there's a bunch of different styles of them. Yes, there are different styles of like, them. Like, this is some kind of thing. <laughs> Trump is the Buddha. Wow. The only thing that would be better than this? Like, there's, a, there's like pages and pages of it. Yeah. Like, this is the most, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. It is the most bizarre thing I've ever seen. Uh, like the, the fact that people would buy that, but yeah, go figure. Well, I mean, you know. We're not buying one, dude. Well, I can buy it with my own money. Yes, you can, but you may not use any show funds to make that purchase. I forbid it. <laughs> <laughs> that is just, there's no point to it. Yeah. All right. So the next thing I want to get to that we're probably going to have another disagreement on. Okay. Is going to be the email that you received from Duke Energy. I also received this email because I am also a Duke Energy customer. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners, uh, at least in the Tampa Bay area, have received it as well. Yes. So go ahead and read what you what what was written there first, and then what your uh, comment was that okay. you left there. Well, uh, the email subject is if you can lend a hand. Uh, and the email body says the energy neighbor fund helps those in need pay their energy bills. 100% of the funds collected from customers and employees goes to agencies helping those in need. Your donation is matched dollar for dollar up to $500,000 by the Duke energy foundation. All right. So what they're asking is their existing customers to donate to a fund to, uh, pay for the power bills of poor people Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah. Um, I, you know what? You go first. Let's hear your take. Okay. First off, I, I read, here's the thing. I've read your take, so I'm going to have to base some of my stuff off of what your take was. Well, if that's the case, so if you want to go first, I, I better then go you first. can go first. All right. This to me was the biggest fuck you that I could possibly imagine Duke energy doing, you know? So as I'm stroking my check for $500 a month to the government protected monopoly which they spend millions of dollars lobbying to get rate increases and i have no option to uh get a lower rate or go to a competitor because the government has granted them a monopoly because they spend millions of dollars on lobbying for that (coughs) excuse me and in addition to that they make about 12 billion dollars in profit per year uh, based on the fact that they have a government-protected monopoly and they can charge pretty much whatever they want. Uh, that's a 50% profit margin. Now, they're asking me to give them money so they can p- pay the bills of people who are also locked into that government-protected monopoly at artificially inflated rates uh, so they can protect their huge profit margins. I, I mean, to me, it is just the most... Dis- and again, look... I, Total capitalist. This is not coming from a leftist position. This is coming from a government monopoly position. Because if it wasn't for that, there would be 18 different companies that I could purchase electricity from, and I would be paying a whole lot less. And I'm guessing a lot of those poor people could afford electricity if it wasn't for all the profits, exorbitant profits that they make from their monopoly spending on lobbying to ensure they maintain a monopoly so there can be no competition and there can be no lower rates and there can be no choices for the consumer. So Duke Energy, fuck you. Okay. I think that we, I think that you're conflating two separate things. Okay, let's hear it. Now, first off, with your hatred of the government enforced monopoly that Duke and many other energy and power companies have, right? I don't disagree with you on that. I prefer, if we were going to have any model that had this, I would prefer the model that they are the co-ops because like the Withlacucci Electric Co-op is is much better of a business model considering that there are, when it comes to how you're going to power areas, I know that there's there's some infrastructure costs that it's harder for, you know, to, to have multiple companies going there. We could figure out the model, so I don't disagree that we could ultimately figure out the model. I would prefer the co-op model because then all the people that are using it are owners of it as well. And that way, if they make exorbitant profits, then yep, shows for you in lowered costs. So socialism is what you're saying. Well, I mean, I don't, I, I don't want them to do that. But I'm saying is that if we're gonna, if they're gonna run this a certain way, I'd rather it be the co-op model than to be the the the, the model where only one energy, only one company gets it. 
But that's irrelevant. All of that is irrelevant to the overall point that this email was. And you may not like the people there, but I think that that's caused you to be biased to what the the goal of it was. And I think the goal of it was something that is a voluntary free market approach to help those that are you know, poor, whatever you want to call it. And that is this, is that if there was a fund that you could donate a little bit of money, so if somebody was down on their luck and they wouldn't shut off that person's energy, then I don't necessarily have a problem with that. As a matter of fact, matter of fact I think that that's a good approach to, to solving societal problems of people that are poor or things like that. So overall, what they're trying to do, I actually don't necessarily have a problem with. Now, the fact that they will only do $500,000 is really a, a bunch of cheapskates at that point because, again, because Duke makes so much money there, why couldn't you make, it look much better if you put $5 million there instead of $500,000 there, and then you matched up to $500,000. But the fact that they're matching anything is not a bad thing, and it is an avenue in which allows for people to voluntarily donate to other people in order to help other people out because I think within society, voluntary ways in order to help those that are poor is better than the government forcing you to do it. Well, I totally agree with you. Uh, you're absolutely right. But what you're missing is the the entire premise is flawed. So this is built upon a corrupt foundation. So, yeah, poor people are getting screwed. But, you know, going through Duke Energy and Duke Energy to act like, oh, well, we're so we care, you know, that sort of it, it's. It's disgusting to me. It, it truly is. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If they actually felt that way, if they actually believed that, hey, we want to make sure that poor people you know, have electricity. We, we don't want to be turning off poor people's electricity. Then don't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the way they're going about it, and, and what this is, is this is uh, the whole concept of, you know, um, you know, social, uh, what, what is it called? It's a corporate, um, there, there's a term for it. It's basically benevolence of corporations and how, how well their corporations uh, handle social oh, justice. I, yeah, so, I know you, you're talking there, about There's a term, but I can't think. Corporate of it. responsibility now. <coughs> uh, what's it Yeah, it's, it's, it's something to that effect. But, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's, it, so they put this out knowing that it's going to look good superficially oh yeah and it's going to make everyone think oh look at look at duke energy they're looking out for the poor but what they're really doing is you know they're they're just this is a five hundred thousand dollar marketing campaign for them that's all this is this represents 0.004 percent of their gross profit and again i'm not saying that corporations have any responsibility to anyone other than their shareholders you know, I don't believe I believe that that's that's what where their responsibility lies to their shareholders. Companies yeah. are made to to make a profit. But the fact that this is a government protected monopoly, the fact that if I'm not happy with Duke Energy, I have zero choices other than to go with some type of new technology that's still, you know, hit and miss. Um, I have to be connected to the grid. It's not like my garbage pickup. Well, no matter what, you'd have to be connected to the grid. Exactly. Now. Yeah. Exactly. You're, by law. By law. Right. It's a it's a it's a forced relationship because they have to give you energy and you have to only get your energy from them. So this is basically uh, corporate government coercion uh, being reinforced uh, by this system, and, and so you've got this this corporate government coercion coercing people. Uh, to purchase their product, and now they want to make sure that that you know somebody else pays for the people who can't afford to pay for it. Yeah, it's just a, it's it's a horrible, horrible situation, and it, it's if you don't think it through to the the underlying fundamentals of why it's broken, uh, then you're you're missing the whole point, and it just looks like oh look, Duke Energy cares; they're trying to help poor people, and that's total and utter fucking bullshit. And again, I. I like to use uh, garbage pickup in my neighborhood by a comparison. There's like eight or ten different companies that pick up garbage in my neighborhood. Yeah. I pay $35 a month. You know, if I don't like one company, they don't pick up on time or they charge too much, I go to another company. You know, garbage trucks roll through. They see their name on the can. They pick up that can. Yeah. You know, it's as simple as that. If we had electricity like that, we wouldn't have to bother with this sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, no, I, I, because I, I, there's there's nobody there's no garbage companies out there saying we we need you to donate to help people who can't afford to to their garbage pickup. 
it, it just doesn't happen because there's other choices. No, no, no. I, here's the thing. I don't disagree that the premise itself is wrong. What my thought was on it is that th- this is an example of one way in which you could go about helping poor people. <laughs> yeah, but it's not a good way. No, no. It, it's, here's it's, the thing. It's, it's completely and utterly, you know, uh, flawed from the get go. I got you. Well, I mean, this is the example that you would use for why mutual aid societies would be a good idea, or why government shouldn't exist. Don't disagree. Again, don't disagree <laughs> right. on that one. Yeah. Don't disagree on that one. I'm not. I'm not. This is a. This is a, like. It, Again, I do understand the point that you're making as cynical as it is because it's absolutely cynical for good justifiable reasons. Right. Not saying they're bad reasons, good justifiable reasons, but still cynical nonetheless. Right. Right. It's yeah. almost like if you were if you were going to tell me a story about like the school system, the public school system. Right. And I would be like I I hate them, I don't care. Right. Well, yeah, and and again, it's uh, you know, I hate <laughs> in full disclosure, uh, I also own Duke Energy stock because I'm not an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do own a, a fairly fairly significant amount of Duke Energy stock. Well, there you go. Because uh, they pay good dividends and they uh, you know they always go up. You yeah. know because of shit like this. Obviously, um, Duke but, Energy looking out for their shareholders. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I used to I used to invest and I would never invest in a company that I didn't believe in and didn't like their philosophy. And now I'm like, what's going to make me the most money? Yep. Yeah. As you should. So. Right, anyway, so let's that, get to the that next thing here. This week. Get, I understand. Let's get to the next thing, though. And so the music game. What the fuck is the music game? Oh, OK. All right. Uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and do this because I, I, I'm i in a bad mood, apparently. Um, and I, I, I don't I know. Really I, I, get, sh- I really I tried to say nice things to you and be encouraging this morning to you. Yeah. That, I wanted to show you my gaudy door, the, the gaudy knob that's on my desk. Yeah, you were very proud of that. Well, and he, folks, to to. To describe what I'm talking about, uh, Alex has this uh, little desk uh, that's painted black, and and uh, you know I, I go to his house to pick him up this morning, and he's like, "You got to come look at this. You got to come look at this." And I'm like, "All right, whatever." And he he walks me into his garage and he shows me. He says, "Check out the knob," and he put this like disco ball drawer knob, very gaudy knob. Yeah, and I'm like, "Cool," <laughs> you know. But you were so excited over the, you were almost excited over the disco ball knob as you are about the the uh, Buddha Trump statue. <laughs> you know? It's a little weird, but I understand. Yeah. But here's the thing: I was going to paint that desk black again, but now that I've gotten this knob, I'm going a whole different direction with it. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. sand it down. And I'm going to paint it some gaudy color. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it'll be very, very uh, exciting. All right. So let's get done. back to the music game. All right. So here's what I stumbled across uh, this week. Um, I stumbled across some previously uh, unreleased, never commercially released tracks by some really great artists uh, that were out there. And what I thought would be cool is, uh, you know, instead of just, you know, using them as bumper music, I wanted to play these tracks and see if you could figure out the artist. Okay. All right. And so you haven't heard any of these. I didn't even put them in the show notes, so you can you know play them in advance. So I couldn't cheat. You couldn't cheat. Yeah. So uh, let's let's just get straight to it. And you folks can play along at home. I'm going to play a track. Each track is going to be about a minute long. It's going to be a, a a clip of a song. And you probably never heard these songs before because, like I said, they they were never on any studio albums or anything like that. These are like you know. Uh, just you've never heard them so let's go ahead and and uh, start with the first one and, and the goal here is to tell me the artist you ready i'm ready all right red hot chili peppers good call good song yeah All right, so uh, yeah, so so you, I'm one I'm one to know right now. Okay, Red Hot Chili Peppers, you you said on that one. All right, um, and you said I was right. Uh, yeah, well the uh, the next one's a little more obscure, uh, so we'll uh, we'll go ahead and play that one. Well, you know I got no idea. I got nothing to say. It's all I think Alicia Keys. No, no. Erica Badu. <laughs> think a little older. 
you got me on this one. Okay. All right. We'll we'll save that one. For no, the no, end. no. Tell me. Tell me the name. No, I'm not gonna tell you now. Come on. I, tell we're me gonna the name. save it for the end. We'll save it for the end. Damn it. All right. One and one. Okay. Good song though. Mm-hmm. All right. So the next one here. Uh, I don't think you'll have any trouble with this one. This one's going to be pretty easy. It's funky. Now, we got a little problem because we only have a mono channel here, but... Should be able to get it from the guitar work. Jimi Hendrix. Kind of unmistakable guitar there, is it not? Yeah. But crazy, that's never been released, huh? Why has it never been released? I don't know why. I'll tell you at the end. There's a there's a good reason at the end. Okay. All right. Uh, next one, I know you're going to get pretty quickly. Metallic. Okay, kind of an easy one, huh? Yeah. All right. And the last one, I actually I think you'll you'll find this one pretty easy too. Danzig. <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Nirvana. Was it really Nirvana? Wow. That's a great song. I've been listening to this one over and over again. Love that song. Good song. Great song. All right. So, uh, what what did you say you got? How many of those? Mm, three and one. Um, well, actually, you got zero correct. Why? Because every single one of those songs was completely AI generated. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. 100% AI generated. Now, they were performed by a tribute band in each case. The second one was, of course, the, the first okay, one. Okay, so it was real people singing. Yes, but the every single note, every single lyric, every single composition, the bass line, the percussion line, the melody, the rhythm line, all 100% computer generated by AI systems. And these songs, uh, these five songs, were generated by two different systems uh, in this case. One was the Ava AI, and the other was Google's Magenta. And it's absolutely stunning. What they did is they essentially, they, they taught these, um, you know, advanced uh, neural networks, uh, you know, these advanced algorithms, taught them music, essentially. And then what they did is they took a specific artist's catalog and said, listen to this and then make me a song in that style. Whew. And that's what they did. Oh. Five years ago, that could have never happened. Oh. But as of, you know, all these were recorded in late uh, 2020, early 2021. Um, you know, this is uh, this is the future. And we're we're getting so close on voice 
synthesizing. Whoa. <laughs> You're right. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> that pretty soon computers will be able to do this without any human intervention whatsoever. You won't need humans to actually sing the vocals. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I found this absolutely astounding. And anyone, if you're out there thinking that, uh, well, AI is not going to take over my job, really? If AI can perform, you know, the works of some of our greatest musical artists, then yeah, <laughs> they could do your job better than you. If not today, five years from now, maybe even 10 years from now. But yeah, these things are getting so smart so fast. Can you believe that? I mean, here's the thing. I feel a little bit better knowing that, hold on. So they sang the song and then art, other artists like drummed it and guitars and all that other stuff. Like they did the, like AI only generated like the sheet music and the lyrics. Correct. Correct. AI wrote and composed the song. And, and uh, you know, I, I saw an interview with the ones that did the Nirvana track and they said, yeah, the AI did everything. We just followed verbatim the instructions. Yeah, so they performed it, but they performed it in the same way that a cover band would do it. You know what? Okay, okay. So you know what the one part is that that kind of gets me on this one hmm. is that one of those songs was Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Well, and unfortunately, on the Jimi, like, Hendrix it kind of makes me feel like there's no Santa Claus at this point. Right. Right. Like, how in the fuck did you redo Jimi? Yeah. Yeah. And they did. You know, and some of the most, uh, you know, some of our greatest. Artists. We play the Jimmy one again. All right. Well, the Jimmy one is bad because we only have a uh, a mono feed on that, and it's very dual channel, so you can't really hear his singing much. Uh, but you can at least. Yeah, but I'm more thinking on the guitar side. Yeah. Of it. I like that song though. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's amazing. You know, if we could how we do that. I mean that little bend right there. A computer program that bend. Okay, here's the thing. No human intervention. Here's dude. the thing. If we could just confine AI to remaking songs from artists that are dead, I got to tell you, I'd be all in favor of AI. Well, here's the thing. You're only one step away from replacing artists. <sighs> you know? If I can get some crunchy ass shit like that, though, man, I'm not necessarily opposed oh to it. Now. Jesus Christ! I know I'm probably taking you, the wrong. You are I'm taking the wrong thing out of this. Are you and but you people played some like crunchy you shit, man. Are the reason that humans will be extinct someday? <laughs> Absolutely, without question. I'd love to say that I'm kidding and I'm trying to just bust your chops. Well, here's the thing: but I'm totally not. Like that was a. Good, I want to hear that whole song. I love. I, I want the link. I love. Well, just look it up. Uh, it's uh, actually those two were. Uh, the Hendrix, uh, the Amy Winehouse, and the uh, Nirvana. Oh, Amy Winehouse was the other one. That was the other I've one. I've never heard any Amy Winehouse. Oh, really? Okay, Winehouse. all right. Um, well, those three were uh, from a, a something called the 27 Club. And what they're doing is they're doing all the artists that, that died at 27, which there's a significant number of them for some reason. Um, and they're re trying to make new tracks using AI of these artists. You know? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And the... the uh, the other two were uh, done by uh, Google's uh, Magenta uh, AI, so <laughs> which literally um, I actually saw a presentation on on that system uh, from 2017, and it was just like it was pathetic. It couldn't do anything. It was like they played a little something that it tried to do, and it was like, oh, well, that sounds like a cute little eight bit, you know? <laughs> yeah. And uh, now five years later, this is how much you know the, the machine has learned. Oh, yeah. Oofa. And that's the thing. These machines. Right, so what dystopian future do you put these song th this in? I mean, I, what dystopian no future idea. is this? I, I have no idea. Yeah. Hold on. Little Shop of Horrors. <laughs> man eating plant. <laughs> a musical about a man. -eating I didn't say plant. it was exact. It was close enough. No, that's not even remotely. It was close. music I don't that e will kill you. I don't even see the connection there. It's a musical. It's a musical. Yeah, and they're, and, they're doing music. Yeah, thing. no, that, that no. Feed me, Seymour, feed me. <laughs> yeah, I get it, but no, 
no. But uh, all right, well, we're gonna have to does, come up with some dystopian does, future for that. Does, does that just is that just mind boggling? Yeah, I feel bad. Yeah, I don't feel bad that I don't feel so bad. Like I don't. I like. Here's the thing. I want to look up the project because I want to get an album from. I want an AI album of one of the artists. Yeah, yeah. Well, I right now it's it, there's not a lot out there. I like guess. when ACDC dies, like you know. Oh, there's no, there's there's ACDC one too. Oh, hey, hang on, I'll, I'll pull it up if you oh. want. So I'll bet you the ACDC one rocks. By the way, uh, I you know I actually didn't pick that one because the lyrics were kind of goofy. <laughs> I mean, because ACDC. Uh, uh, I can understand how the AI might might, might not figure out ACDC only because it's so, you know. Yeah, it's it's like it. Uh, here you go. I can't believe we're doing this in the first hour. Maybe. Yeah, I know. This is second hour stuff normally. No idea what they're saying, but the song so, rocks. Something so. about women with balls. <laughs> I mean, look, it's a new time. Look, maybe that maybe the, the AI has a little trance. You know, they they could. Yeah, they they maybe uh, you know keying in to, to something. Okay, there, so socially. let me ask you another question though. Huh. What if artists themselves started using it for their new albums? Well, that's this is going to be bring up an interesting uh, topic because you know who owns the right to that song. You see what I'm saying? I mean, it was clearly written in the style of ACDC in this example. I mean, no doubt about it. Anyone hearing? Yeah, that but there's song, a lot of bands that sound like can can sound like. ACDC. Well, I understand that, but here's, not that many that do. But. but would they own the rights to it? You know, I don't know. It's, it's a tough this legal question. A whole, this brings up a whole different deal. It really does. Like yeah. I can't wait to hear more. I'm I'm totally looking this up. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's a thing. Hang on a second. And it's only getting better. Hold on. What are you going to say, Mikey? Mikey's in studio with us today. Go ahead, oh. say something. It better be good, or we're going to shut you down. <laughs> Could artists basically do like vocals and the piano, and then and then if this is public, they can have an Give AI the do like the rest. Get of on the point. mic. Get him on. Did you understand how the mic works, son? <laughs> you were in the way. Go okay. ahead. Um, couldn't a artist use uh, do like the piano? Or the vo- vocals, and then have the AI, if it's public, do like the rest, ho- uh, like the yeah. drums. And the- yeah, you could do any because the uh, what the AI essentially does is it creates each, um, you know, instrument separately. So it's 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 doing it by tracks. Like it creates a percussion line, it pr- creates a bass line, it cr- creates a rhythm, a lead. You know, that's and then the the not only the the lyrics but also the the vocal um, it, you know melody essentially uh so the the ai is generating everything so if you just wanted it to create you know like a a drum track for example or a keyboard track you could certainly do that yeah we're gonna have ai generated music there's apps that you can actually there's gonna be ai generated movies right we're gonna have ai we're we're taking everybody they're they're taking everybody's job right Uh, yeah like i actually thought like the one job the one grouping of people that would probably be safe would be the artists oh yeah and they're done no well actually there's another thing and this is kind of hard to uh uh, do on the radio, but uh, I'll just show you real quick. Here. That wouldn't stop you from trying. No, I know. It's, yeah, I don't care what our <laughs> listeners think. Um, I, this is a uh, this is actually a website that it generates bored humans. Yeah, boredhumans.com. And in this particular one, it's actually generating IA generated paintings on the fly. You just click the button, wait about three seconds, and boom, there's a painting that was just generated by AI that never existed anywhere in the world before. And it's actually an interesting piece. If you saw this in a gallery, you would think that's a you know, absolutely 100%. So you can save that document right there yeah. and then send it somewhere and have it painted. Or have it printed. Well, yeah. On a, on a, have it printed on a canvas. A- absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's just you're literally generating the AI just created that. Oh, save that one. That's a good one. Uh, you go on there and save it. I'm not saving that. Well, See, I'm never going to get it again now. now You've ruined it. I, oh, I know. Look at what you did there. Yeah. Oh, that looks like a... Like a 
That's like yeah. that, that's crazy. Yeah, that's like a, a plain air style of a uh, uh, beach skate. Boardhumans.com. Kind of yeah. All right. So uh, yeah, it's it's a. Uh, Anyway, like I, oh, that's kind of abstract there. I like that. A little like that. Picasso-esque. But again, it's the same thing. What they've done is they've taken these uh, these uh, advanced neural networks and, uh, you know, shown them thousands or millions of works of art and so that they have a baseline and they say, okay, now create something out of that. And they take that as inspiration, just like humans do. You know, it's when you really boil it down to it, there's not a lot of difference between how these AI create art and how humans create art. They draw on their experience, they draw on what they know, they draw on what they've seen and heard before, and they create something that is unique, but also is a, a, a very understandable style. You know, it's, uh, and it, it terrifies me. They and have I, a I think they band should all be killed name with fire. generator. <laughs> Let's generate 10 band names here. All right. The Tribal Ash. Ooh. Carl White, Marxist, three point uh, in what the fuck word is that? In testicle second wave. K ten P Y. Wait a second. That should have been the name of our show. <laughs> yes. In testicle second wave. I, I hang on. Uh, I, I, no, we're not, I, I no. move we change the name no, of the show. No, we're not going to change the name of the show. In testicle second wave. I love that. Write it down. Write it down. <laughs> yeah. K10PY. Voline. 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 All right. Uh, fantasy sympathy. sympathy Kos. And the Narik. Yeah, no. T-H-E-N-A-R-I-C. Most of those are not very good. Well, they didn't say they were going to give you 10 good band names. <laughs> Creek Black. Oh, that's not oh, terrible. The Nether. Mikey would that's not bad. band name. Yeah. Big BG. Goodbye Cal. Aracash. Spidey Gray. Thermals Come. <laughs> Huggin. <laughs> silly, Huggin. <laughs> s- silly Fanned. And Tamiza. Huh. All right, we're not going to keep doing this. Yeah, no. even though I got to tell you, this is going to be entertaining for me. Later. You'll, you'll be on that site for hours. I think I might be. Yeah, I think I might be. And boardhumans.com. Yeah, and instead of being, uh, and uh, we are not a sponsor. They are not a sponsor of the show in any way. I'm going to pick a new name every week now for a sponsor. <laughs> there you go. Oh, and you can generate your fake people there. AI uh, generated faces. Yeah, you can make your own deep fake videos. Yeah, all kinds of fun stuff. The robots are coming, man. And uh, I, for one, do not welcome our robot or overlords. All right. Hey, come back to the show, man. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Come back one to the more show. thing. Life is an exciting business, and the more people who know and love you, the more you'll love. Is that an AI-generated philosophy? Quote. That's an AI-generated quote. Yeah. For women, the most beautiful moments in their lives come when they are as close to embracing their bodies as they are. Wow. Sounds like something that uh, Gloria Steinem would say. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Right. So those are just those are just uh, random, you know, quotes created by AI. Yeah. A little scary. Yeah. Actually, no. That's a that's a good thing, you know. So you can you can sound smart and you know just start generating random AI quotes and posting it on your social I think media. I might do that. I people think I might do people that. think you're you're uh, you know you're deep. I'm totally gonna do that. And, I'm totally gonna do that. And, by the way. And, and hang on a second. Um, I'm gonna do that right now. How how terrifying is that? That and I, I guarantee you, there's people doing that right now. Um, how terrifying is that? That people look to computers to give them profound insight into life. <laughs> right. Oh shit, man. <laughs> and in the end, it comes down to how you handle hurt. Uh, yeah. There you go. Wow. That's actually pretty deep. I'm totally putting this up right now. <laughs> right now, this very second, I'm literally putting this one up. As a picture, mind you, because it comes as a picture. Okay. So there you go. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Now, it, it's time for you to pause your uh, self, self-amusement self there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is going to be so much fun. I'm not even putting anything on it, by the way. You have to listen to the show in order to get this. So I'm not putting anything on it, like a, like any kind of writing on it. It literally is just posting this, and I'm going to see what people think about it. 
What, a quote? Yeah. Just yeah. see if anybody responds to it and what they say. <laughs> so true. So true, Alex. So right. true. <laughs> That's very deep. Very moving. It's such. It's so deep and moving. <laughs> uh, speaking of uh, deep and moving, I strained my hamstring this week. Doing what? Uh, the uh, fuck were you doing? Dirty hotel sex with the wife, man. Oh. Bed was way too low. Oh, good, good for you. Yeah, I couldn't get good leverage, and I had you. to kind of squat down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, you know, no, I need your, your age. Yeah, it's I your know, age. I know. You, you can't. I'm just, at the age I have just... to stretch before sex now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hang on, baby. Hang on, baby. I got to do my warm ups oh, first. Let me get it. One, two, one, two. I got some planks. <laughs> little jumping jacks. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. So, uh, COVID, man. Everywhere I go, people got COVID. Everywhere I yeah, go. Yeah, this this Delta variant sure as hell making it through the population in it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, fortunately, everyone I talk to who is either has it or has had it is uh, says, you know, it's been like having the flu. You know, not too severe. Well, here's the thing. Odds are there are a certain number of people that do die from this, and I have right. met my share of people that have had people that have died. Yeah, yeah. Nobody I know directly, but people that I know... Yeah, I know of a couple of people that have died this round as well. And what this did, by the way, it did convince more people to go and get the vaccine because the vaccine rates of people taking the vaccine are up. And I think that has more to do with how it's spreading through the population than it does with like uh, forced mandates or things like that. Right, right. But it, it turns out the vaccines aren't nearly as effective as they originally thought, especially no. against the Delta variant. Well, the, it, here's the thing. The way... From my looking at this now, and there is um, there is uh, some 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 data that's come out that actually has uh, uh, reinforced this is that what the vaccine is doing overall is lessening the symptoms for even more people. However, right. I think that's a little bit of a misnomer, or it's a little bit misleading because this was already having low effects on people. Right. Already, so the percentage of how much this is decreasing it is up for debate. And no, it, it, it makes sense. It, uh, it, you know, because if even if you don't have a complete uh, immune response uh, after being vaccinated, if you have a partial one, it is going to reduce the severity because essentially it's going to kill uh, enough of the individual virus organisms uh, that it it can't be as um, you know as harmful to you. Yeah. So just reducing the amount of virus in your system, uh, even if you get, have a partial immune response, is going to reduce your symptoms. Uh, so that does make sense. But uh, it's not the, you know, the the preventative uh, that so many people, you know, were told that it was. Yeah. I mean, originally we were told, oh, yeah, this is 90, 95 percent effective, you know, and it turns out that it's not even close to that for the, the Delta variant. And again, you know, they don't know. They're just saying shit. But the other thing is this, though, that I wanted to get to is that. You're still going to get it. No matter even if you're even if you've taken the vaccine or not, you're still going to get it. Right. And you're still going to transmit it. Right. That that that's what is going to happen. However, and this is the thing, there was um there was um a Bloomberg article that came up that says the vac the vaccinated are worried and scientists don't have answers. And I think that the problem here is the way in which the government went about doing this and the way in which the scientific community, people like Fauci, have gone along with doing this have caused the problem is that they weren't um, they weren't upfront with people, that they weren't honest with people, right. and that they needed to say some truths. And one of the truths is, is that this will work itself through the population, right. and there is nothing that you can ultimately do about that. The only thing that you can do is mitigation, and you can spread out how long it's going to take in order to not overwhelm the hospital systems. Right. That if they were to have done that, and then just gone, kind of gone down that way, you wouldn't have, A, people freaking out all over the place. You'd have many more people actually being... Um, Com I don't want to say the word compliant because compliant and uh, uh, compliant uh, um, would be making, that there would be a forced thing to do there. They would not be defiant. They would making they would be making choices that were you know what they thought were the best to protect themselves. Yeah, as opposed to saying you know don't tell me what to do. Yeah, truly, this is where government is evil. And what I mean by that is is that those people saw this as an opportunity. 
in many different ways and have used many different things to try to um, exert that control and to gain more power over the population instead of doing their job, which is to inform you know, to inform people and then let people make up their own minds. Right. And they haven't done that. So they have, it's just like my my argument with the FDA was be, the FDA has killed way more people than it's ever saved, is that you used your government monopoly in an irresponsible and an immoral way. Yeah. And that for that reason and that reason alone, you have proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that you should never be trusted with that much control, that all the teeth should be at, at a minimum, at a minimum all the enforcement teeth should be removed from all of these organizations. Right. At the end of the day, I think the FDA should be like consumer reports. Right. Is that it should be one of those things where they put out something, they put out information and people can choose to do something with the information or not choose to do something with the information. Oh, well, yeah, the CDC has has become, you know, one of the most powerful branches of government suddenly. Yeah. You know, I mean, well, fortunately, the court did strike down the eviction moratorium. Yes, as they should as have. As they should have long ago. Yes. Because the CDC has zero authority uh, to, you know, uh, tell people, you know, control people's property rights. Yeah. That's, that's just absolute insanity. Uh, and coming fresh off of the... Uh, uh, you know that sort of defeat. Now they've decided that they uh, they want to double down on gun control. <laughs> so the CDC, I'm trying to find the article here. Um, is did, did uh, you put this one up at the end? Or I, I, I did. I must have. Yeah. Um, the CDC is, and I I can't find it now. Uh, is saying that uh, they want to make gun control a major uh, focus. It's in DFC News. And it's the third one down. Uh, okay. Thank you very much. Well played. Yeah. They. Uh, they want the the CDC wants to go pedal to the metal on gun control. Uh, something has to be done, they said. For the first time, and here's the the story. For the first time in decades, the director of the U.S. Center for Disease Control and Prevention, the nation's top public health agency, is speaking out forcefully about gun violence in America, calling it a serious public health threat. Okay, just stay in your lane, bro. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and especially right now, it's like, don't you have bigger fish to fry right now? This isn't anywhere near in your purview. This is not a, here's the thing. It's not a serious public health threat. Right, right. Well, it it potentially could be, but it's, that's not your jurisdiction. Yeah, it's not. There's nowhere in, in, in any of that is a a disease. disease. Yeah, exactly. You don't get, oh, I want to shoot people. Hold on. (coughs) You know, I want to shoot people too. I must have the same disease. Like (laughs) these people are just evil. Like Dr. Rochelle Walensky evil they're they're all hammers and we're all nails is oh what yeah it really, oh absolutely they really are. boils down to they don't think that there's any limits to what they can do yeah but uh it was good to see that the the court uh, struck down the eviction moratorium so um apparently uh you know i guess a lot of people are going to be out on the street here pretty soon yeah but the good news is is they should have saved uh many many tens of thousands of dollars from all the government checks that they weren't using to pay for rent yeah. You know? Well, here's the other thing, though. <laughs> they might have to couch out their Robin Hood accounts to get a new apartment. Yeah. Like, hold on a second, though. The other thing about this is this. If you made a program to assist all these people, right, then why didn't you give out the money? That's the thing. There is this, again, I don't agree with them having these programs, but they now exist. Right. And there's billions and billions and billions of dollars in these programs for rental assistance. Right. Yet they didn't give any of the money out. No. Here's the thing. It's like... It's like everything the government does, it's at the last minute and it's all fucked up. Right. You guys, it, they continue. You did it when in Afghanistan or Afghanistan. You did it in, it, and every bill you ever write is always done at the last minute. And the reason it's done at the last minute is you want to force it through no matter what it is because you don't want people to have, they actually have the time to go through it and complain about some of these things. Right. And you were waiting, again, you're using this money as a to give favors to those that you like right. and as a cudgel to those that you don't like. Right. Yeah. Well, what happened in a lot of cases is, uh, you know, local municipalities and county governments and state governments stepped in and said, oh, no, 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 we'll take the money and then we'll take care of it from here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So essentially that uh, all that federal funding that was supposed to go directly to tenants um, was, uh, well, actually, it's supposed to go to landlords. And they then the federal government didn't want to give it directly to landlords. They said, well, we'll give it to the local municipalities. They can give it to the landlords. And then there's people saying, well, we should give it to the tenants. But they're saying, well, we don't want to give it directly to the tenants because they're going to blow it on, you know, whatever. Um, so now it's become this, you know, well, 
we 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 generated all this money who do we give it to yeah you know it just it fucking government man and it 100 government created across the board except for the well i was going to say the virus wasn't government created but now it looks it like absolutely it, was. it probably was no no, no. here's the thing it <laughs> at absolutely least was it is government cur- created yeah at least it's in its original form it was government created yeah yeah because so, they funded they funded what, gain-of-function research at the wuhan lab where it was released from yeah yeah it's it's funny because i was talking to someone the other it's day a joint government blame them <clears throat> i was talking to someone the other day that uh was a, a totally you know Fauci devotee and you know has has been you know following the the government line the whole time and and I said uh, I, I said something to the fact well you know eh, eh. government funded the creation of the virus in the lab in Wuhan and they were like yeah yeah looks like they did and it was like I wasn't expecting that answer at all you know from someone who is is bought into the the uh, you know the the approved line uh for so long that you know there, so you know what it, it, it's at, at it's some point, to point you're you're gonna look like a full line to yourself yeah exactly and i i think a lot of people are starting to get to that point and they're starting to and again once again the virus is not a hoax once again uh, vaccines are not you know implanting tracking chips or uh at least intentionally making you sterile or whatever could be a side effect that we don't know about yeah. <laughs> but um you know it's it's none of that but you know, again, half of all conspiracy theories are half true. Yeah. And this is we're kind of in that half true on the whole, you know, uh, COVID thing. Yeah. You know, don't go overboard and don't, you know, stick your head down the rabbit hole. But, uh, you know, go ankle deep because that's probably where the truth is. Yeah. You know, here's the thing, man. Man who goes out of his way to make friends doesn't necessarily end up friends with friends who stay home. <laughs> <laughs> that's I mean, deep, I'm man. I'm just did saying. You, did you just think of that yourself? <laughs> just now. Wow. I just thought of that just now. That's deep. No AI was used in the, in the in <laughs> No, the of course not. Of that, of, uh, that of that quote. Yeah. It's actually not a very good one. <laughs> I know. I hit it four or five times. That was the best one I could come up with. <laughs> yeah, that is the thing. You come up with, well, just look, just like any anything, you know, it's uh, it's going to put out a lot of shit before it uh, comes up with a gem. Exactly. You know? Kind of like this show. But you that, know? We, well, we gotta, I think that the look, gems that you get on the quote thing are probably more than what we do. We, yeah, we, you know, we, out of our hour show, we got about five minutes of good material. We're like a leap year, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you're right every leap. Every year. once in a while, there's, there's there's something good enough to maybe make you tune in next La- week. Last yeah. week was a good show, was it? Oh yeah. yeah Did this, you listen to it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, laughed, I usually do. I laughed a lot. Did you? Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Well, I, I assume I was funny because I'm I'm always funny. Oh my god! Yeah, here we so, go. In my humility, but but hang on a second. No, 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 no. Let's let's not get off COVID because there I'm was not some going more. There okay, good, good, good. Um, so where did you want to go on that? All right. So you had the one that was the code breaker. I didn't put that up. Okay. So listen to this, by the way. So code breaker, Italian student, twenty two, who tattooed COVID certificate barcode on arm becomes TikTok star after scanning into McDonald's. Hmm. All right, listen. Wait, hang on a second. Do you have to show if proof of vaccination reason, to go to McDonald's? I, I, I guess maybe in Italy you do. Yeah. But Jesus Christ, man, what are we doing here, people? Eh. Like, what is going on? This is where the parents should be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> because obviously they've abused this child. Yeah. Because well, this is just wrong. Well, I, you can't say the parents per se. It's it's you know this you is, failed as a parent. This is what well it's maybe. like if you have a girl and she ends up on the stripper pole, you failed. You did. <laughs> let's just say I'm not saying that we don't need some failures out there, but just realize that in the winner loser game, you lost. I, I don't necessarily know about that. Why are you demeaning strippers? You're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, because this person no- with the tattoo definitely failed. Maybe the stripper's making a lot of money. Yeah, and and it's that's a noble profession. I think I don't have any problem whatsoever with that. So. I yeah. guess. Glad I don't have daughters, though. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Because I don't know how I'd feel about that if I had a daughter and there she we go. was a stripper. There so, we yeah, go. I, I can see that. Yeah. Would even suck worse if you found out because you went there one night. Oh, God, that would be just, oof. And you didn't even so, recognize it right away and you were just looking at her and then you're like, oh. Uh, uh, yeah, that would be so that cringy. Would that yeah. would suck. Yeah. So, uh, oh, by the way, hold on. So, this is from Bloomberg as well, though. Previous COVID. Um, per, Previous COVID prevents Delta infection better than Pfizer shot. Right. This was also something that came up. This is from Bloomberg, by the way. People who have recovered from a bout of COVID-19 during one of the earlier waves of the pandemic appear to have a lower risk of contra- of contraction of contracting the Delta variant than those who got two doses of the vaccine from Pfizer and BioTech. The largest 
real world analysis comparing natural immunity gained from an earlier infection to the protection provided by one of the most potent vaccines currently in use shows that reinfections were much, much less common. The paper from research in Israel contrasts in earlier studies, which showed that immunizations offered better protection than an earlier infection. Those, uh, uh, though, though those studies were not of the Delta variant. Like, Again, yeah, there's no doubt about it. And we've said this for a long time. Natural immunization is better um, because it is it actually is a your body's response to the actual virus, uh, not just a either a, um, you know, a, a deactivated form of the virus or just the protein shell or something like that, um, because obviously vaccines, if they're going to give you a vaccine, they have to give you the signature essentially of the virus without actually infecting you with the virus. Yeah. So it's a, it's a challenging thing to do. Uh, but if you've had the virus, then your immune response knows how to handle exactly that virus. And it probably knows to better handle mutations because it had better experience with it. Yeah. Um, so I, there, and, and look, this is one of those things that researchers knew the whole time. It's just, no one was really saying, no, they didn't want to say it because they were afraid of the reaction from the public. Every virologist, every uh, immunologist, every uh, you know uh, biologist uh, knows that natural immunity is better than inoculation. Yeah, yeah, it just is. Um, but you know, it just they weren't saying that sort of thing. Yeah. You know? Well, they were talking about it early on with herd immunity, mm-hmm. and at some point that fell out of vogue, and no one really talks about herd immunity. But herd immunity is a real thing. Herd immunity is why the Spanish flu, even though it's still around, doesn't kill 18 million people you know, every year. Mm-hmm. You know, It's because it got through the system. Uh, people's immune systems adapted to it. Just like when this they, one's going to When do. they had children, they passed on that uh, genetic coding for uh, you know identifying immune system immune responses to that virus. And now you know uh, the, the Spanish flu is just a, a nuisance. Yeah. Every once if in a while, or ju- except it, it can be deadly to, to people who are in ill health, just like this is. Yeah. You know. Um, and this is what's going to happen with COVID, and it's going to happen naturally. Um, but, but. There's no profit motive in that. No, and there's no control motive in that. Exactly. Because what they really want is the money and the control. Exactly. And they're utilizing this one to scare the living piss out of you. Right. When they could just, relay, and here's the thing, they could just relay the information and you would take the shot, wear a mask, and do right. all the other things. There's going to be a certain percentage of the population of people that are really scared that this will happen to. And that's not necessarily a problem. But what they're doing is freaking everyone out and then and then making it a divisive issue when it didn't need to be a divisive issue. Right, right. But I will say that, uh, you know, the reports you're hearing about Florida are true. Uh, COVID cases all over the place. Everywhere I go, I'm running into people who are, you know, out sick with COVID. Mm-hmm. or And some yeah. people are dying. Yeah, and and some people are dying. But it, it seems like this round is much, much uh, less fatal and uh, fewer people requiring hospitalization. Well, and the, and the, the number of people that are dying or the, the average age of people that are dying are also younger. Yeah, because all the old people have been inoculated. They have taken the vaccine. The ones that was going to kill it killed. The ones that didn't didn't die. Right. And now if they get it, they're still spreaders. Right. But they their odds of dying are a lot less. Yeah. The the the, the uh, fatalities are much much lower than the first round. Yes. You know, though they are happening. People are dying. There's you no know, getting there's around. No that. doubt about it. Uh, nope. You know, if anyone's out there saying, "Hey, oh, nobody's dying," I'm still hearing people saying that. You know. No, well, there well, are actually, people dying. The news media it seems to zero in on those people as, you know, so they can parade them around as idiots, which in a lot of cases they are, but you know, still. Um and they're trying to lump people who are taking a more reasonable approach in with those people so that they can, you know, more easily discredit them. Well, so. it's it's just here's the thing. It's it's I wish these guys would understand their job. They don't obviously because they think that their job is to scare the crap out of you, to divide you into groups so they can control you a lot easier. And that's what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. So. Now, whether you like it or not, whether you agree with COVID, the fatality of COVID or not, doesn't change the fact that you're, they have already proven Fauci multiple occasions has lied to you right. and he lied to you in order to control you. He didn't trust you with the truth. He lied to you in order to manipulate your behavior. How can you trust anyone when that's what they do? Well, one thing we will never do is lie to you. Well, well, that's a lie. Um, but uh, we will give you much more brilliant content 
No, if I you're do not say, telling me that right If I now. do say myself. You're not telling me that In the second right hour, uh, which is coming up next, right, if so you'd like to hear the second hour, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a patron. You get a whole bunch of free swag and a lot of additional content. Big Afghanistan news coming up next. <laughs>